Hi, I'd like to welcome to the show Stephen, who is a starting pitcher in the Kansas City Royals organization. Hope you all enjoy. Got some questions for you, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. How you doing? Doing good. Happy to have you on. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, my first question for you is... um. All right, give me a second. Sorry. No, it's okay, buddy. All right. My first question for you is, how did you feel when you got your name called by the Kansas City Royals in the 2022 MLB draft round four overall pick 115? Yeah, no, that was crazy. It was very surreal. Um, I was with my family back at my house in San Jose, and we were going to have like a bunch of people come over, but we kind of decided to keep it, you know, just in the family in house kind of thing. And, um, it was really good. You know, the first day went, I had a couple buddies go on the first day, um, watching them go in the first round, second round stuff was like really cool and like exciting. And it was, you know, it was one of those things where you, you played with them before and played against them and stuff. So it was cool to see them go. And then when my name got called in the fourth, um, on the second day, it was it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. I already knew Buddy Goldsmith, the guy, the area scout who who got me, and um, I knew Gary Wilson, one of the guys through the organization as well. So I had some connections already with Royals. So it was really exciting to know that I was going to like a pretty good family, you know. So that's, yeah, that's good. I'm glad you got a chance to get drafted. Not everyone gets that chance. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. So when did you start playing baseball? I started playing baseball when I was about six years old. Um, my dad kind of took the reins and, you know, put me into T-ball and stuff. And I was always, like, asking him and wanting to do it, um, I guess, when I was really young. And so he just, you know, he put me into T-ball and started playing. And once I finished up with that, we went – with the the pony route, the pony baseball route instead of the little league, uh, just because you know, like I think in Mustang and Bronco, there's the two different levels. You can start like leading off and stealing and stuff like that. So it kind of had more of a baseball atmosphere to it than little league did with that. Um, and it was just also really close for us. It was super easy. We didn't have to travel a long way. The fields were you know, five, six minutes away from our house. So it was really easy with that. That's yeah. that's cool. I'm glad you were able to take a different route and uh, be able to play baseball. It must have been a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was. It was for sure. So what pitches do you throw? Uh, right now, my arsenal is a fastball slider changeup. Uh, uh, fastball is just a four seam. The slider is more of like an offset, you know, four seam. Um, and that changeup is just a you know four seam changeup. I try to keep everything really similar. Um, try to keep everything the same look for the hitters, and just have the different movements and velocities and stuff. So yeah, yeah. that's good. That's a good mix. So, uh, what has been like your top max out speed that you threw? Oh, uh, the, the fastest I've thrown, I believe, is ninety eight. Um, it's not consistent though. I won't. I won't hit ninety eight on a you know on a regular basis um i'll usually top at about 96 um 
regularly. Uh, some, some weeks are better than the others and stuff, but yeah, usually sitting around 93, 94, hitting fives throughout the game, stuff like that. But when I was coming out of the pen early on this year, um, being a kind of a guy that was piggybacking, they call it, um, starter would go out. I'm guaranteed that I'm going to throw that game. So it's you, you have that starter mentality that you're going to throw, but you're coming out of the pen. So it just makes it a little bit easier for us starters to build throughout the year. Um, but when I would come out of there, it was like, yeah, you have two innings, just let it loose, you know, really just, you know, try to have your best stuff and made it a lot easier to hit those top velos for sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's great. So um, how do you uh, like being a starting pitcher? It's fun. It's really exciting. I like I like having the, the knowledge that I'm going to throw that day. Um, I like, you know, feeling like I have my, my defense, you know, the other eight guys on the field, like, okay, it's, you know, he's out there throwing and stuff rather than, oh, okay, he, you know, he's coming in from the pen just now and everything and it's a different it's a different mentality you know starting has starting has its its benefits but also a lot of negatives too you know you have your benefit of knowing you're going to throw but the negative side to it is you're going to have to throw five to six innings to get your job done to do what they're asking you to do and then relief you don't know when you're going to pitch and you don't know this stuff and you're going to be put into harder situations most of the time than starters are um but, you know, you only have a couple innings to, you know, really show out and perform and stuff like that. So there's there's two sides to it. So, yeah. That's but good. I like starting. I that's, like starting. that's good. I like you. I like that you like being a starter. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do you like your coaches with the Quad City River Bandits? I love them. I love them. Nelly, our first base coach, hitting coach, Brooks, our head coach, uh, D. Lou, he's our pitching coach. I mean, they're all great. I love them. Um, we have a great uh, faculty there, like all of our trainers and nutritionist Katie and all that stuff. So the the group we have is very professional. They keep it loose and make sure everything is you know is fun, a good time, but at the same you know time through that process, it's very much professional based. You know, it's you need to get your stuff done, you need to do this stuff, and then we can have some fun doing whatever we need to do. You know, the first four hours of the day that we're there, it's, you know, it's our work, it's how to get better, it's doing that stuff, and then when we're playing the game, it's just, that's just, that's the fun part, you know. Um, so it's really good. Good group of good group of people here watching over me. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you like your coaches. So how do you yeah, like your teammates? They're great. I love them. Um, I've, you know, starting off the year, a few of them that are with me here um, were back in Columbia. Uh, we, we all started the year down there. And once I got moved up, I got to know a bunch of guys up here as well. A few of them moved up to AA, um, which is always just a weird feeling because it's like you start growing these connections with guys and they'll just get shipped off or sometimes in some cases they'll get released and whatever it is and you're just like wow okay you know back to square one it feels like but then you remember i have an entire team of you know 20 something odd guys that i have connections with and so you you become very 
you become very numb to people leaving, people coming in, this, that, and the other thing, but it becomes very easy and fluid to get to know other people. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's great. That's a good mindset to have because baseball is a business. So, like, yeah. a lot of people yeah. move in and out and just uh, enjoy it while you have it and never take anything for granted. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, it's one step at a time, one day at a time. Never look at, you know, the big picture. It's always just what you have here and where your feet are is the best way to go about it. Yeah, that's good, yeah. yeah. So, um, so did you play any other positions before becoming a starter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a two-way in college. Went to UC Berkeley, and um, I played outfields. Mainly left field, I think, was my primary position for the majority of my career, but I, I screwed around with right field as well. Um, but yeah, right field, left field, and I was a closer for the first two years of my college campaign, um, which was really fun. I loved it. It was a great time. I loved being like the guy that would be in the outfield to come in to close out the game. You know, you're playing every day, blah, 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 and it was just fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad you got a chance to experience different positions because um, that's the fun of baseball. Yeah, totally, totally. Next question is, um, what is your typical day like during the season? Typical day. Um, I have a girlfriend, so usually in the mornings I, I like to either call her or text her or do, do whatever I need to do. The night before and stuff, we'll, we'll have a phone call. And so she's two hours behind. Um, in time, she's back in California. I'm in Iowa here, so the time difference is always kind of a, a struggle with that. Um, but I stay up decently late talking with her, and then I have all the time in the morning to get up around 9.30, 10 o'clock. Um, then I'll go get breakfast at that time, pretty much head to the field, um, and you just start off your day. You know, we'll, we'll get there about an hour before do whatever you need to do stretch-wise, get your recovery in, do whatever you need to do to get ready for the day. Then you'll go out and throw. Sometimes we'll have PFP works, field work, whatever we need to do individually if we want. Um, after that, on most days we'll have batting practice, and so we'll, we'll be out shagging for, for the hitters and stuff, and we'll come back in, we'll do our conditioning, weights, whatever we need to do, and then the game will start, and we'll finish up the game, and we'll head home. So that's, it's a pretty, it's pretty, you know, for a listener, it's very exciting. You know, you have all of these things, but when you have 170 days throughout the year, the, the schedule gets monotonous until you make a routine with it. You know, once you, once you establish a routine for yourself, it becomes, it becomes more like, okay, this is what I'm doing at this time. This is my job. This is my job rather than oh my gosh, I have to do this thing. It's like, this is what's helping you. This is what's benefiting you. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good day in the life because it is very routine-based baseball and it's a lot easier once you get in those routines to know what you have to do, know what you have to get done so you get better every day and always try your best with it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Do you have a favorite baseball memory? Yeah, favorite baseball memory. Um, yeah, probably definitely when I got drafted. It's it's you know it's a memory that a lot of people can't create for themselves. But I say baseball specific playing wise would probably be winning our third CCS championship in high school. 
uh, with Valley Christian. I loved it. It was so much fun. The group of guys were we're still talking to this day. You know, we have a Snapchat group chat, and we're all just talking and having a good time. So, um, yeah, that was definitely my favorite memory. I think I've had, I've had this question asked to me before um, when I was in college, and same answer, same answer. So until until I until I win a championship with a professional ball 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 team, I think I think that'll that'll hold the cake for for a while. Yeah. That was great. I'm glad you guys all keep in contact and uh, glad you yeah. guys still talk. And I'm sure that must have been a great experience when that happened. It was great. Yeah, it was super fun. That's great. Do you have a favorite lifetime memory like in your life so far? Man, that's a hard one. Favorite lifetime memory? I think I love doing outdoor stuff. I love fishing and hunting. Um, so one of my favorite, I think, was being up in Lake Shasta. Um, I was with my girlfriend, and Lake Shasta out in California is just a, if you've never been, it's just this beautiful, like, it's almost just like a flooded valley of just pine trees. And so when we were out there, it was just like, you're on the water and you're surrounded by pine trees and everything. And it's a place that me and my dad would go all the time and take houseboat trips and stuff, go fishing a lot. So taking her up there was a very special moment and really exciting. And it's just a great time. It was a great time being out in nature, having her with me and just, you know, really like relaxing. It's one of the few places on, on the earth for me that I can actually fully relax and not have to worry about it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you got a chance to experience it with your dad and then experience it with your girlfriend. It must have been a full circle yeah. moment. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. I was really excited that I get to share something like that with someone else. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm happy for you. So um, my next question is, how is the food with the Royals organization? The food? The Oh, yeah, it's great. Katie does a great job. Yeah, our nutritionist, she's freaking awesome. She'll, uh, breakfast we don't get. We don't get breakfast. Um, it's just like too late when we get to the fields. Um, so we're kind of fending for ourselves in that regard, but I like eating breakfast. I like cooking breakfast for myself. It starts off the day nice and everything, but when we get there, we have pregame meal and postgame meal and, and they do well. They, they feed us well. We'll cater in Chipotle sometimes. We'll do all kinds of stuff, restaurants and everything. It's good. Yeah, it's good food. That's great. I'm glad you like the food. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've heard a lot of other stories about different organizations not having, you know, the best stuff. So, yeah, I'm glad you have a great nutritionist, Katie, that feeds you guys well so you guys can perform good on the field. Yeah, me too. Me too. What are your overall opinions on the Kansas City Royals organization, the team that gave you your chance? Yeah, of course. Um I'm definitely going to be biased by saying that they're one of the greatest organizations in the MLB just for taking care of their players. I haven't ever had the opportunity to experience other teams and other cultures. Um, so that biased opinion, I think, is just like just all I have to go by. But I love them to death. I mean, the first thing that they talked about with us is how – you know, you're first and foremost a man and going to be a husband someday, a father someday, and, you know, try to be the best son that you can with your parents. So 
having that mentality to lead off your baseball career rather than you are just baseball players is, you know, few and far between. Because a lot of the time you feel kind of like a commodity as a baseball player, someone to just get butts in the seats and the stands and everything. Um, so to have them be like, hey, this is just a small stepping stone in your life of, you know, being a husband, father, everything was, was big, eye-opening for me that they'll take care of us in that regard. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad they see you as a person and not just as a number because people, oh. people are just as good baseball players as they are people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you're not starting for the day, what do you do when you're just trying to cheer on your teammates and be a good teammate, like scout the other team and their tendencies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when the game starts, it's all about winning. So whatever I can do in the dugout, uh, stuff like that, you know, just trying to keep the guys up. It's really hard. The hardest days I've noticed are hot days. Really hot days are the toughest on the guys because it's just hot. You know, all these guys are out there sweating and come back in. They're all exhausted and tired. So doing whatever I can, you know, filling up water jugs or, you know, having them sit down and I'll grab their water for them or do whatever. And I mean, it's, it's everyone throughout the organization. It's not just me who goes out there and like does this stuff for them. I mean, we'll have a dugout full of all the starting pitchers who aren't performing that day. You know, giving water to guys, asking them how they're doing, if they need a, you know, a towel, like a wet towel, stuff like that, just to help them out. Um, and yeah, besides that, you know, a lot of it's just primarily me getting my work in, whatever I need to do, and then focusing on the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. how are the facilities with the Kansas City Royals organization? Yeah, the facilities are great. Arizona, Arizona is a primary base, and they're, you know, phenomenal facilities um out here in davenport they're also really nice when you go different places like i I was at columbia um the weight room was about the same size the locker room was bigger um down in columbia here it's a little bit smaller but still you know ample size for however many guys we need um it's just different every affiliate has a different kind of thing you know one affiliate might do this thing better than the other one, but it doesn't really matter what realm you're in or what environment you're in as long as you can get your stuff done. As long as you can get your work done, it doesn't matter if you're in a five-by-five five box, you know, getting your arm worked on, as long as you're getting your arm worked on. So, yeah, the facilities are still really nice, too. Though. That's good. I'm glad you like them. So I know um, you can't control whether you get sent up or sent down, but I know that you'll try your best to make the organization proud and whatever facilities yep. they have, just make the most out of every opportunity. Totally, totally. So um, do the Royals have the same goal if they're minor leaguers or prospects to make it to the big leagues? Yes, yep. Yeah, so a lot of these big market teams, um, you know, I'm not naming any names with teams and stuff, but the teams who have a lot of money, their goal is to get, you know, the hottest names in baseball and to do their stuff with, you know, whatever they can do financially. You know, they'll they'll get a Cody Bellinger. They'll get a Mike Trout. They'll do this stuff because they have the finances to do it. So their minor league system isn't so much dependent on getting their guys to the big leagues as the Royals are. It's more about, how can we get guys to get to their best and most, you know, ample potential 
in order to trade them or to hopefully have them on the bigs too. But with the Royals, it's all about the minor league system. We don't have the funding to go out and get these big-name guys. So their work with us, their work in the minor league system is so important for developing their players that they, they take great care of us. You know, they take phenomenal care of us knowing that we are the future of the organization and not just, you know, grabbing other guys from different places. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I'm glad the Royals can be successful with what they have and like they can try their best to always have the minor leaguers help them out in the future because that's what the minor leagues is for, to help out the ball club in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way. I mean, if you're going to draft a guy, you know, see him through, you know, work with them and, and do what the Royals are doing here. And it's yeah, I like that system. That's great. Well, the answer to all my questions, but I like to end every interview with some advice I give everybody and um, all my interviews. And um, I wonder if you can stay on a couple extra minutes because I have a couple things like to discuss with everyone off recording. But the advice I like to give for everyone is, uh, I talked about this a little bit earlier, never take anything for granted. Always try your best to improve every day and always say that you can have worse and always try your best to get 1% better every day and always say that I'm a minor leaguer and I'm always going to try my best to get better every day and compete. Yep, absolutely. I also, I also like to add on to that and say, even if you feel like you're taking a step back, it's actually two steps forward. So keep keep pushing whatever you're going through or whatever you feel like you're going to achieve someday you're going to do it and just keep moving and so, that's great good. that's good yeah. so that was steven i'm jake thank you for tuning into jake sports talk hope you all enjoyed and learned from what we discussed there's a learning opportunity in everything you do i'm out jbl peace